0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 180. We're gonna flip it around backwards on you this week. Not really. Uh, we're gonna do things like we normally do. <laughs> uh here, as normal, is the so host, Seth Ott.
1: Sethy no likey. Sethy
0: no likey. I forget. I forgot to say who I am. I'm I'm the co-host, Cody Michael, and uh the third member wow, of the Show. you really fucked this tricycle. one up. Well, now you got in the way of my my fucking sweet segue <laughs> into the Jared intro. <laughs> now I got to say it again. And then the third member of our sexy-ass triangle. <sighs> whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: At Jared Buckendall. Ah, uh, yes, triangles. Equilateral or a <laughs>
1: magical is mr isosceles <laughs>
0: yo that, that could be the new um what's the uh schoolhouse rock Ooh, the, for like, yeah geometry and shapes songs? yeah you could do magical mr isosceles
1: yeah a new a new that. schoolhouse schoolhouse rock for a musical that has been out for like 40 years <laughs> no one will ever know <laughs>
0: yeah, they'll think it was an original idea because yeah. all the stuff that makes it up is Okay, uh before we <laughs> get any like, further,
3: um, uh did yeah. you open the show with a skateboarding joke? Uh kinda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I just needed to make sure.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I'm uh I'm you know, I've I i do not want to brag, but I've been known to shred uh um, oh, yeah. you know
1: on your on razor my, scooter. Ooh
0: uh, Well, hey, uh, can I shred on razer razor scooter? Absolutely yes. But what I'm talking about, you know, four wheels and a board. I used to fucking do all sorts of tricks with my tech tech dudes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. I did have some sweet ramps though for those. Those were fun.
0: Tech tech dudes were pretty fun. I was I just honestly I was never I always thought it was like, you know, cool, you can skateboard, but I was never interested in really doing it myself. I've tried a few times. I tried longboarding, not the thing for me. Um speed wobbles, very bad. <laughs> uh but, um, yeah, never really been. Am I having deja vu, or did we very recently on the podcast talk about skateboarding? I don't think so. Maybe I I'm mean, having a deja vu. Because I, I started to go, JB, were you a skateboarder growing up? And it feels like a question I've already asked you.
3: <laughs> uh, maybe, but, yeah, I, w- I would say, um, well, I mean, my oldest brother was, so then it kind of trickled wow. down to uh, myself. I think 7th, uh, 8th. Maybe into freshman year, uh, I mean, I wasn't good at skateboarding, but I was like, I would be considered as like a, Ooh, a skater, boarder. I guess. I don't know. I wore skate shoes oh, all the wow. time, uh,
1: stuff like that. I, I could jump a, a curb. So it's oh, wow. so funny that you say that though, because there was totally fucking kids in like middle school that I that I remember. I mean, Cody and I were friends with one who considered himself a skater. He like he wore fucking <laughs> yeah. you know the the um. Shoes and had yep. Um, he was a big Bam Margera fan yep, and so he had like Element sweatshirts and Element board. He probably um, had those big chunky sh- uh shoes. Yep. Yeah, air, something air like wise. that. <laughs> yeah, yep. And he like he said he skateboarded but not really i mean i i remember the, the i think the the most he got was like going down the street on it without falling so <laughs> so yeah there's totally that it's like if you if you even owned a skateboard you're considered a skater mm-hmm. yeah so i would i would
3: definitely say i, I fell into that uh, genre of child i guess <laughs>
0: man that's yeah i never really I never really even identified with the culture of it. So, like but Seth, you were into like Viva La Bam. So Yeah. Were that, you was, just, were, that was the extent you were just I like, went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that was it, but you weren't you never maybe besides that I'm, like playing uh, the Tony Hawk games, you never really I'm, into that culture either.
1: If something has wheels on it, it better have some handles too, otherwise I ain't getting on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a pretty good rule, actually. <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: If it's got wheels, it better have handles too. <laughs>
3: That's the that's the podcast title.
0: <laughs> yeah, there
4: you
0: go. Man, uh, episode 180. Uh, yes, of course, playing wow. off of the very obvious skateboard pun. It's a lot of fucking episodes also. Um, yeah. Weirdly, all of a sudden, that's a daunting... 179 didn't seem huge, but 180 came <laughs> to me <laughs> as I look at it now. Oh, man.
1: It's um, funny, like, I there there's a podcast I listened to and podcasts started being around, and I remember at that time... Um, it was a podcast that I was a I was a fan of the year nominee, on. <laughs> and I was like writing in around the time when it was like episode two, you know, two hundred stuff like that. And I'm like, at the time, I was thinking like, this has been around forever. It had only been two years at that point or whatever. Um wow. But now it's at episode like it's still going, and it's at episode at like seven hundred <laughs> and eighty something. Jeez. And so I'm just like, <laughs> it's weird now to kind of put that in perspective of like. How I thought back then to now when we've been doing a podcast for almost 200 episodes, and I'm like, oh my god, has has that got to be like one of the longest running podcasts? Yeah, it's it was it started towards the beginning, and I think Smodcast would be close to that too if they didn't there they've taken long breaks and Mm -hmm. haven't had an episode in a while, but if they were consistently, they they started pretty close together.
0: So there you go, 600 more episodes, and maybe we'll have a successful podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) soon. Well, it's funny, too, because that podcast has been for a while now running, like, you know, classic episodes or essentially replays of, like, old episodes. But they have a library to go back to. I don't think we should do that yet. We, we still need to build up a bank of, like, consistent oh good God. episodes before we You're go it. You're telling me into... we can't have
3: a clip show yet?
1: <laughs> we Dude. could have a clip show. We
3: could definitely have a clip Dude, show. Dude, I would love to have a but... clip show. Like, remember that time? And there's, like, like
1: dream music. <laughs> but if we ha- so fun. If we had to, like, replay old episodes from, like, anywhere from, like, one to, like, <laughs> 40, like, no. No one should listen to that.
0: That would be pretty fun. I don't know. I, I think it... If ever we need some time off, that's what we'll do. We'll just yeah. play it. We'll just pick a random. And by the way, here's a, here's a review of like season two of The Good Place. And, <laughs> uh, and a mo- uh, what movie came out in like fucking 2018. Yeah, uh,
1: searching. Any Bumblebee. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, Bumblebee. This week, Bumblebee and season two of The Good Place.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah.
1: Shit.
0: Yeah, we got to start doing that. That way we could take a break.
1: If we ever did like um, if if we ever did like a Patreon or something, um, that would be a fun like extra bonus content to do. Is like have us go back and do like a clip show of an old episode, or restart and stop it, and like make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that a riff tracks fun. almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. If we just listened and live reacted to our uh, own show from the past, that sounds so cringy.
4: That
0: <laughs> yeah, that would. be I hope I, I think it would be entertaining, but it would be really it'd be really <laughs> really grating for us. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be that would be a challenge. Uh, I'll maybe I'll go maybe I'll go dig up some audio from the first time we ever had JD on.
3: <laughs> and, uh, oh God, the pickle story and everything.
2: <laughs> the pickle story, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, made you guys waffles and story. told the pickle story.
0: <laughs> that was a good day. That was a good. Yeah, coming soon. Coming soon, a Soco classic. Uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna play that for I don't know I don't know why but we'll do it. <laughs> uh, we got uh, we got quite a bit of fun stuff uh, that we're gonna get into a couple pieces of news that are entertaining we're gonna review a thing or two. Um, pretty loose episode this week uh, so we'll see how it goes but um, <laughs> did want to announce that uh, our next live show so first of all big shouts out to everyone who joined us last week for 179 live uh, on the J Buck Studios channel on YouTube at Jared Buckendall. Uh, thanks everyone for for joining us there for being in the comments and being part of the conversation we're really having a blast with those um, so we appreciate you guys joining us for that Uh, our next live show is going to be Thursday night February 18th so February 18th it's a Thursday night at 8pm central time That's 6 Pacific or 9 on the east coast Mm
3: -hmm. specific starts specifically Um, at 8
0: yeah the uh, which one is that he said specific time I know the quote. I don't know where it's from.
3: Wham, 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 you guys don't know either?
4: Hmm.
3: No. Because it's some Eastern and specific, and it starts specifically at whatever. I can Move I, on, Jack. I can picture <laughs> it.
0: Huh. All right, Jack. I'll move on. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to find out. Before the end of this podcast, I'm going to find out where the fuck that quote's from. Um, <clears throat> so, two uh, eighteen, February 18th, join us live. Back over there on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page at Jared Buckendall. Um, speaking of, actually, uh, Jared, want uh, to talk uh, about, at the top of the show here, your crusade for Rotten Tomato recognition. Because um, speaking of you oh, I know you've been doing the... Um, You've been doing the uh, the short the short YouTube posts uh, lately, kind of trying to jump over from the TikTok stuff. So, talk a little bit about that. I know you've mentioned it on the show before, but let us know how it's going um, toward the Rotten Tomatoes goal.
1: First, I got to say, um, congrats to you on that elo- eloquently crafted sentence you had there <laughs> regarding the the Rotten Tomatoes the the crusade for whatever that was. That yeah, was man. impressive. It was I, good.
0: I had to dig deep.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: I appreciate it. You're putting in a hard time, uh, overtime on this podcast right now. Um, uh, I guess, uh, you know, as a film critic, I think uh, what the top the top tier is to uh, either be a Rotten Tomatoes critic or be the third member up in the balcony of the Muppets. And I don't think <laughs> the Muppets are. Walder yeah, I don't think that they're looking, looking for a third. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so, Rotten Tomatoes is the way to go, and uh, I'm I'm trying, I'm pushing, you know, you know, uh, it, it's it's the grind right now of getting up to uh, essentially thirty thousand subscribers on YouTube because by ma- or in March or Rotten Tomatoes they only accept applications twice a year, and I believe it's in March and September, and one of the I guess requirements. I think it's kind of overlooked if you have other outstanding accolades, essentially. But one of them is you have to have 30,000 YouTube subscribers. Um, As you are aware, I do not have that. (laughs) So I've been kind of using my uh, TikTok platform and uh, just kind of begging people, essentially, to go over and uh, check out my other content. But give me a subscribe over there because uh, if you don't know, that number next to your name surprisingly carries a lot of weight um (laughs) yeah so just click that subscribe button
0: (laughs) there you go go over there to the youtubes click subscribe uh you're gonna get all sorts of great shit over there on the on the youtube page but uh you'll also get some mediocre shit like our podcast uh (laughs) live once a month that's where we stream so jared i'm looking at your tiktok here um because i wanted to get a tiktok update like we like we tend to um you got a haircut it looks I did. like you got, a, you got chopped up. Got a new do. Looks pretty yeah, sharp.
3: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, that was a whole fiasco today. Like, our internet was, no lie, like, dial-up uh, speeds. And um, I tried to schedule my haircut, and then it was like, you're already scheduled. And I'm like, I didn't schedule it. And then I it said, like, don't show up for an hour. <laughs> and I had to call the... It was a whole fiasco. And they're like, no, your appointment's right now. And I'm like but why does it say an hour? And I was like, whatever, and went in and uh, luckily finally got a haircut. So at least I look somewhat presentable.
0: There you go. <laughs> I'll tell you what else is presentable. The number continues to jump. I don't remember where we were last week. Um, but uh, do you want to say the number now or can I?
3: Uh, you can. I, I'll, I'll look up potentially where we were at last <laughs> week if my uh, if my phone. Uh, so I think on the live show, I think we were at, like, what, 57? uh 5657 right. so uh this week uh definitely been slow definitely been slow
0: <laughs> yeah very very slow uh 63000 <laughs> 63500 63, as i look at it now uh so the, the number continues to climb uh which is awesome to see So yeah, another another slow week. Mm -hmm. Are are you getting some crossover from uh, from TikTok like you'd hoped to the YouTube page?
3: Yeah, surprisingly, when I did the first uh, call to action, essentially, I think within a day, uh, my subscriber number jumped up by six hundred. So nice that no lie for some insights of people who are just casually listening. That usually takes me about three months. Um, So in one day, um, that number went up. So that's good though. Yeah, really cool
0: fucking dope man that's the power of the power of the talks because you're mm-hmm. crushing it mm-hmm. over there the tickety tacks uh, tick tic-tac-tukey <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that
1: was what in the world tic-tac-tukey here comes the
3: splooky <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh retracted your honor i i honestly don't know what that was Um, But yeah, don't forget to uh, get get out there on the J Buck Studios YouTube page. Subscribe there. uh, Go over to TikTok, J Buck Studios, and uh, make sure that you're a follower over there so you can catch all JB's content uh, that's coming out all the time. At
3: Jared Buckendall.
0: Boom. All right, Seth, we're going to turn to you to get this podcast uh, working into a little bit of momentum here. We got to start off by getting into a titillating topic. Titillating.
1: All right, we're gonna generate five topics into the titillator. We're gonna discuss the five topics, or we'll discuss the list, and then discuss one in further detail, and we'll get titillated together. Oh. All right, I'm gonna hit the titillator in three, two.
0: Wait, do you need to run it again since you, you're at five? no okay well i didn't know last time last time you needed five topics you needed to run the titillator twice mm-hmm. so if you've upped mm. the efficiency of the titillator then never mind did the firmware did get updated five? yeah that must have it been did. did it push out a day day zero uh, day zero update
3: mm-hmm. new patch mm-hmm. that's good 1.1 1.
0: Yeah. 1. <laughs> <laughs> we had to upgrade it so that we could use the netf- uh, network uh network functions so mm. anyway Read the fucking...
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I kind of wanted to just keep keep being silent to see where that went.
0: You wanted uh, to listen to us vamp about uh, system updates for from- a y- Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sure people at Netgear really appreciated it.
0: Yeah. Shouts out to Netgear, by the way. Not a sponsor, but uh, they make a pretty decent product.
1: Give me a Nighthawk. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. The the topics that the titillator has uh, transmitted to my phone is are <laughs> diving, uh, motorcycles, hotels, cemetery, and dogs.
0: Ooh. There's a lot here that I, I I could go in three or four different Hmm. Okay, I've got a few I've got a few questions for you guys. Um, could you ever see yourself, I know none of us are now, could you ever see yourself becoming a motorcycle guy?
3: Absolutely not. <laughs> wait, okay, when you say motorcycle, oh wait, okay, is there two, I, I don't, for some reason my brain's going all over the place. You okay? I don't know, I think I had a mild stroke there. Um, <laughs> when you say motorcycle, what comes to your mind? like a harley oh okay i was yeah. thinking like a crotch rocket what, what do you call that those two
0: i think those are the two main categories i'm not a bike guy but i think i think you would say all of them are motorcycle people and those are two different types of motorcycle people
1: Hmm. what about the ones with the two in the back and one on the front like the tricycle motorcycles
0: Uh, i don't think we're using the same websites buddy that one uh,
1: that one sounds pretty extreme oh that's nasty (laughs)
4: oh my god hey send
3: me that link after we're done
4: (laughs) you're a pervert
0: oh man yeah i figured what what uh, jared what is it that makes you think you'll never be one is it because they're dangerous? Are you afraid of them? Are you just he think
1: they're can't, not cool? Or he like, can't what's grow what's a mustache.
3: Uh, yeah, that's definitely. That so so and that, he's never
1: used a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: I don't have an abundance of jean jackets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got you got a fair amount of leather, but not the not the type I think they're looking for.
3: No, definitely not. Um, check me out at tricycle. dot com. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think, that, I think that that's the thing is for like a Harley or whatever. I, I hate to say – actually, I don't hate to say this, but it's like a certain persona. Like you're saying, it's it's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. certain kind of person and lifestyle almost that has a, a Harley. And then mm-hmm. for the crotch rocket, I think my oldest brother <laughs> had one, and I think that he, uh, he crashed at a time or
1: two. So it's kind of this thing. What, what are you laughing at? It's because every time – that someone has a garage rocket. They crash I know, exactly. I, I've never heard I've I've never heard someone tell a story about owning one of those that doesn't end and I crashed it. Like, I bought it, I drove it the reasonable speed
3: limit, I wore a helmet, I wore the safety equipment, and it was great. No, it's like you're saying, yeah, everyone someone crashed or someone was trying to do a yeah. wheelie and
1: Anything that you drive that has forward, forward momentum going at all times doesn't sound fun.
4: <laughs> it's going to end poorly.
1: Uh, what do you, wait,
3: wait, wait, hold on. You're telling me that there's not reverse?
0: <laughs> wait, bikes don't have, do bikes have reverse? They don't. No. <laughs> you got to walk it. You got to walk mm-hmm. it back, right? hmm Oh fuck that! Those things are heavy too. Yeah. I see. I would never become one because I'm afraid. I genuinely, yeah. I'm afraid of killing myself on a bike. That's the that's. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they're cool. I've ridden on them. Uh, it's too scary for me. I'm too much of a wimp.
1: A lot of my uh, uncles um, are motorcycle type people, and they're Harley people. They're not crotch rocket people. Um, but I know at least a few of my uncles have crashed motorcycles, and one of them was in the hospital for a while. So they're just something that I've always stayed away from because I'm like, it, to me, it just you know the, the the from what I've seen personally in terms of the numbers and the percentages of getting into an accident, uh, it's pretty high mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to driving a car yeah. so yeah,
0: so no motorbikes, uh, no motorbikes, no bikers here on the Soco show, which I think you knew <laughs> if you're a listener of the show you you probably knew we weren't motorcycle guys um, I think at least like. I guess I can't speak for you, Jared. I'm not certain of this, but like I think we're dog people, though. Dog was mm-hmm. another one of the tailating topics. If you got a dog today, uh, it doesn't matter whatever kind of dog you want, but you just it just showed up, what would you name your dog if you got one right fucking now?
1: Seth. Well, I actually thought um, from BoJack Horseman, if I got a yellow lab, it would be Mr. Peanut Butter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great fucking dog name. <laughs>
3: I, I I like how you said Mister Something because that's exactly Mister Something you, you is exactly like mine would be Mister Sprinkles. One hundred percent, Mister Sprinkles.
0: I hope the dog you got is like a massive fucking Rottweiler or something, like a really scary looking dog, and its name is Mister Sprinkles. Oh, Mister Sprinkles, come over here, Mister Sprinkles. <laughs> come get your bone, Mister Sprinkles. <laughs> I think uh if if I got a dog today you
1: you would name it something like a normal name like fucking Trevor or something like that like
0: see I would because I Chad. like I like normal names for dogs. Chad. I, mean, I would not. I would not have Chad. If I named that the dog Chad, amazing. I'd have to kick it out immediately after. I'm like Chad, I'm not hanging out with a Chad. shit on the floor.
3: I can imagine up, you you put like little sweaters around the Chad's neck. <laughs> Uh, like a Chad would be ascot. hilarious.
0: Chad the dog. There's got to be a dog out there named Chad. Let's see if we can find Chad the dog. Chad the dog. By the way, maybe maybe that's a maybe. Is that an NPA request? We if if we could get Chad the dog. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what kind of stuff Chad gets he, into. He's just
1: boring. Um, he fucking he like eats saltines and like his parents got him news. into a fraternity into college. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I have... So I have an actual answer to this, because um, I think about this kind of stuff all the time, and uh, and a fake answer. Uh, the actual answer is um, Benny. I love... I I decided, like, two years ago that when I get a dog, it's going to be named Benny um, for, like, a thousand reasons. See right, like, if I can do it. Benny and the Jets. Um, ben Kenobi. Sandlot.
3: Benny from uh,
0: Sandlot. Yep. Benny from Sandlot. Um... Ben Parker from Spider-Man. There's all sorts of Ben's and Bennies ben out there. Ben uh, Sharpino ben
3: or whatever his name is. Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Uh, ben
4: Shapiro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. If, if the dog looks like Ben Shapiro, I'll shave its ass and make it look backwards. <laughs> did, uh, <sighs> I'm, I'm curious.
3: Did either of you two grow up with pets? Yeah. I had, yeah. A, I had a dog. Okay. You had a dog, huh?
1: Hmm. Name was Baxter. Seth had.
0: Seth had Baxter. I had a couple of dogs growing up. I had Gertie, oh, uh, which was our Bassett hound. But then when I was really young, and this is actually this feeds into the the joke name that I was going to give, uh, Boner Two <coughs> would be the, <laughs> the, the other one. Because I've had I don't know if this, some of our listeners probably haven't heard this story. I had when I was a child between like the ages of five and nine, I had a dog named Boner. Uh, that was his his given christian name was boner
1: and, and
3: um, his given that's... christian name <laughs>
1: when you when you adopt him um if you ever if that ever were to happen on the papers it would have to be boner and then t-w-o or no t-o-o yeah. t-o-o, T-O. T-O-O. Just,
0: we could go the dumb and dumber route and have it just be t-o t-o <laughs>
1: I kind of like it T-O-O, though, because it's, like, Boner also. Like, it's your other Boner. Yeah.
0: This one's name's Boner, too. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Boner as well.
0: Wow. So we got uh, got Chad the dog and Boner as well. Uh, We got um, uh, Mr. – what was it? Mr. Sprinkles and – uh, Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter as well. So. And then I could well, use, a good dog uh, name's out there.
1: From the from BoJack Horseman, there's a theme song for Mr. Peanut Butter. It's, who's that dog? Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> nick-nack. Uh, nick-nack. What's that fucking nick-nack? Paddy-wack. Paddy-whack. Give, Paddy-whack. Give, a, dog Give a, a dog a bone. then it does that, yeah. Wow. It's fancy.
0: Impressive stuff. Uh, Mr. Peanut Butter and his theme, his sterling theme song uh, are going to wrap us up this week. <laughs> You're for, sterling. Uh, ti- Thank you. I appreciate that. That's really nice of you, man.
1: You get a fucking cookie and a star.
0: That's nice. Uh, that's going to wrap us up this week for titillating topics. <laughs> titillating topics. <laughs> oh, shit. Right, the thing
1: went we're... off again.
0: Stop.
3: Turn it off. Oh, it, won't, it won't. It's steaming. Take the batteries out.
0: You're going to have to unplug it. That happens every now and then.
3: Hmm. Let's we'll start against that. Hope wall. we don't
0: have to reinstall that update.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know how long that update took?
0: Yeah, it was a long time. Uh, we're out of titillating topics. We are well titillated. The show is off and running. Uh, and now we got to do, I think, honestly, probably the most important part of any SoCo show. Let's take a look at some chic tweets. I call you a punk.
1: We got an Iron Sheik, Double Sheik Tweet, Tweet of the Week. Oh, wow. We got two. All right. Iron Sheik, first tweet. He says, Peppa Pig, you dumb son of a bitch. You got a lot of heat with me. I wish I could see you so I could beat the fuck out of you, jabroni pig. (laughs) Uh,
0: Isn't Peppa Pig a child?
1: Yeah, it's a child (laughs) cartoon, but he doesn't like it. Right does like Caillou or Peppa Pig. What? Okay,
0: so so far we got a handicap match between two children's <laughs> cartoon characters and the Iron Chic. I'm still taking Cheeky in this one. I know oh, yeah, Peppa's he's... a pig, and pigs can be pretty gnarly when they want to be. But uh, I don't think she and Caillou are up to the challenge here.
1: And uh, yeah, they can't stand up to the Legend of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Iron Sheik's second tweet. This, this is a shout out to anyone who, whose uh, birthday it is today. He Ooh. says, if it is your birthday today, happy birthday. If it is not your birthday, don't tell the Applebee's that or you will have to pay for that chocolate brownie Sunday, you dumb son of a bitch.
3: Dude, that's a great thing to start doing again is just saying it's your birthday every
1: time you go somewhere say it's your birthday. Ooh. It's going to be everyone's going to do that when they uh w- like when you know restaurants can fully open up again and stuff. People are going to be like, "Hey, you guys missed my last birthday." And if people who were born in like March, then Ooh. they're like from March until whenever things open up again, they're going to be like, "Hey, give me two, give me two, please." Yeah, like
3: man, you could <laughs> be like, "I'm going to exchange one of the desserts for an appetizer." And then <laughs> yeah, I would like a rain check for my future one, so you get a full meal. Yep. Do some Do some
1: missed birthday math right there
0: you know what that is fucking because yeah, like for all three of us, our birthdays happened when restaurants were closed, so yeah, we're fucking owed. Mm-hmm. I'm owed a free well uh, I don't know a free burger from what's the, what's the best uh what's the best free food or whatever that you've gotten because it's your birthday at a restaurant
3: I mean the oh, movie I theater think, gives me five dollars off. I think one of the best ones <laughs> is Red Robin you get a free burger
0: what do you really yeah what what yum there's a pretty good uh what
4: there you go (laughs) uh
0: when we were kids you'd go to the mexican restaurant and they'd give you fried ice cream that was a pretty big hit but then when we were adults and we'd go to the mexican restaurant they'd put a big ass sombrero on you and sing in mexican while you took tequila shots so that's going to be my number one because that's my favorite shit ever
1: yeah i remember we did that was it it wasn't your twenty first, was it, or was it? Um, no, twenty second. Ye- it was a, well. It was an early it was an early twenties birthday. That in O wa- Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was probably um, my twenty second then.
1: And yeah, it was uh, it was Thanksgiving um, weekend, so it was we went out on the the Wednesday before, um, and saw you know all the high school people and stuff, and we had gone to Mexican beforehand and. Cody had a billion tequila shots and more shots at the bar, and he, you know, he he does the Cody thing where his eyes start closing, and you know, it's the drunk meter. That's the best thing about Cody when he's drinking is you know how drunk he is based off of how how low his eyes are. How low Uh, can they go? And so he he
0: call that the codometer.
1: The codometer. It's low.
0: When it's low, I'm shutting down. You better get me in a bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they got they got pretty they got they were running on e, and so he he walks out to the to the balcony of the bar, which kind of had like a wooden balcony that you walk down to get to the the street, and uh, he definitely ralphed over the edge of that. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of tequila true. on the ground. This
0: is t- this is true. Two tequila, three tequila, floor or ground <laughs> in
4: this case.
0: Yeah. That was a uh, that was a pretty that was a nice that was a nice memory. I I don't know when the next time I'll be enjoying multiple tequila shots is probably not anytime soon, but um, that's what I like for that's what I like for birthdays. Seth, any good? I think I heard you say they give you five dollars at the movie theater.
1: <laughs> yep, that's what you get yep. on your birthday. Got, I got that this year actually because uh, it was actually the first time I went back um, after they reopened, and uh, I'd like gotten I I would gotten the money out to like give to them and. Uh, Based off the normal price that I'm used to paying and they're and they're like, Oh, here's five back I'm like, Why? <laughs> oh, it's your birthday, <laughs> birthday drink. <laughs> wait, wait, time out, time
3: out. They have you on file? What do you mean? How'd they know it was your birthday?
1: Oh, um your, your uh the rewards thing. Oh, uh, okay. So when they it, scan scan your birthday yeah. pops up. Yep, yeah, and takes five bucks. Gotcha. Man,
0: did they been, that would have been funny if they were like, oh, it's you, and they, like, guided you to the back where they had, like, balloons and shit for a kid's party.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Please don't fun. stop coming. No one else is coming to the theater right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seth Appreciation Week here at the uh, Marcus Theater. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter, at Soco Show Pod, Uh what's your favorite thing that you get for free on your birthday? Uh, Make sure you don't tell them you're lying, though, or you're going to have to pay for that shit. Wise advice, wise money advice, wise life advice, as always, from the Iron Sheik. I call you a punk. Alrighty, time to shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free.
2: Ooh, free
0: uh mathis designs go find our friend steph at mathisdesigns.com for all your stationary and graphic design needs or to commission a piece of your own
2: get that (laughs) pace
0: and if you want a piece of mike's wood you're gonna have to head over to etsy.com slash shop slash corn fed and wed to get your woodworked
1: oh Mike.
0: Oh, Mike, indeed. Uh, if you liked our intro music, uh, then you're going to like our outro music. And if you like both of those, uh, then you're sure to like NPA. Uh, he's the guy who engineered our ingoing and outgoing tracks. Uh, is also a recording artist featured on Spotify. So we have a link to his Spotify page in the description box. Go ahead and give that a click and uh, give NPA a follow. That's going to be the best place to check out all of his new music, including the recently released Sleep Till Noon.
2: That's why I sleep till
0: noon. And if you can't get enough NPA, he's also teaming up with our very own JB. At
3: Jared Buckendall. Uh,
0: the two of them are Room 56 Studios, uh, and they are out here trying to help you take your creative idea and make it a reality. So if you need any uh, audio editing, any video editing, graphic design work, uh, logo work, anything uh, along those lines, hit up the guys at room56studios.com, and uh, you guys can work it out. It'll be fun. They'll get you all set up. Get your video out there. Boom. There you go. That's that's what they do.
3: Waka waka. Smooth. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh,
0: Last but not least, our friends over at Anchor. That's our podcast distribution service. Uh, Let's go to a quick ad for them. Thank you much, Cody. And uh, if you are over on the Anchor page, it's a great place to check out some ways to communicate directly with the SoCo Show. Uh, Head on over to our page. You can leave us voice messages. If you want to hear your voice featured on a future episode of the podcast, uh, head on over there, click that voice message option, leave us a recorded message, and uh, we just may play it right here on the SoCo Show. The Anchor page is also the place to become one of our Anchor contributors, or as we like to call them, our Anchor Wankers. Wanker. Uh, These are the folks who contribute on a monthly basis to the Uh, show—a buck, two bucks, five bucks Uh, here—really helps out the show. Um, So big shouts out to our existing anchor contributors. Uh, We're currently at 13 contributors, uh, or I don't know why. I don't know why I'm helping you out here, Seth, by saving your breath. Uh, We're currently at 13 anchor wankers on our anchor wanker list. And um, if you want to become a wanker for yourself and join that illustrious illustrious list of people which includes farts and dick and balls <laughs> uh, if you want to be if you want to be in such a highly regarded company head on over to the anchor page and choose the contribution amount that is right for you uh if you're unable or don't want to become an anchor contributor no worries uh you're helping out the show just by clicking on this episode every listen helps us out so uh, one way that you can help us is by helping us spread the word, uh, share the podcast, share this episode with some friends, help us grow the party. Uh, and also a great way to bring folks in is to have them join us on the upcoming live show on February 18th to see what the SoCo show is all about. So big shouts out to all of our sponsors and our anchor wankers for making the show possible. Wanka. There you go. Uh, let's go. We're going to roll forward here and uh, we're going to play a new game. Uh, maybe a new twist on an old game Uh, but uh, we're going to take a look at some of the some of the recent news out there in a segment we're calling News or Nonsense
1: News or Nonsense
4: News or Nonsense
1: All right news or nonsense uh, premise is simple here. I have three uh, news headlines. Um, some could be actual news, some could be complete nonsense that I made up. Um, you guys are going to guess um, well you know you, well I'll, you both can answer um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we won't take turns we'll just you know I'll give it and you guys take give your guesses and then whoever wins um, can get uh, I don't know a pony at the end of the. Oh year.
3: man, I wanted a popsicle.
1: Oh, two popsicles. Ooh, what kind? Bomb pops? Or those apple Um, caramel ones? No, you'll probably get um, a half-eaten orange push pop with the Flintstones on it. Ooh,
3: those are good.
1: Yeah. And uh, a melted dilly bar. Ooh, okay, a dilly bar, okay. Yep.
3: dilly bars are the shit, man.
1: Yeah. Melted, though. That's fine.
3: I can refreeze it. Yeah. (laughs) I have the technology. I can (laughs) refreeze
1: it. (laughs) All right. First... Headline is this news or nonsense Uh, camel spotted shopping at Bath and Body Works with owner in Nevada
0: camel at Bath and Body Works this this sounds like this sounds real to me this sounds like it's out there for sure but this sounds like some shit that happened
3: Mm mm-hmm. I think uh, with the strange times we're living in, a lot of people need uh, emotional support animals. Maybe someone chose mm-hmm. to have a camel. Therefore, yes, they brought it in with uh, with them to the store. Can I ask what the store was? Was
1: it a Walgreens, a CVS? It is in the headline, Jared, if you were listening. Uh, Bath and Body Works. Okay. Thank you.
3: As <laughs> you can tell, I did not gather that information. Uh, does not change my answer, though.
1: So you're saying it's news? Oh, that's news, baby. And Cody, you're saying it's news? It's news. All right. Drum roll, please.
3: (laughs) Oh, no, we lost connection.
1: No.
0: (laughs) Are you waiting for me? I don't have the answer.
1: (laughs) I wanted to see how well, long I could go. Um it's news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm keeping all that in. It's news So so we were right. We were right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Wow. that's uh this is so Nevada is where this took place. And this is recent. This is a recent headline.
1: Uh I think so. I just kinda looked at headlines. I don't I I didn't really look at the news stories. So
0: oh, okay. if you want if you want well, to look it
1: up, look it up yourself.
0: There you go. Uh, camel Bath and Body Works. I'm not works. doing all the work for Again, you, bitches. I Google, I Google uh, Bath and Body Works Camel Tail, and uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys will get what you're looking for.
1: All right. well, let's let's about move Camel on.
0: Tail?
3: What's a Camel toe? Tail?
0: Camel Tail is, is the male equivalent of Camel Toe.
1: Ah. Uh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> I don't like that. It's like a bunched yeah. up silly putty.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah.
1: Bunched Up Silly Putty sounds like a punk rock band name. Ooh, yeah.
0: Bunched Up Silly Putty sounds like the name of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Do you got another headline for us there, Seth?
1: I got two more. All right, next one. Shit, yeah. Illegal winery busted at Alabama Town's sewage plant. (laughs) (laughs) I hope this is real.
0: (laughs) You know... God, honestly, the, the <laughs> as Jared put it before, the with the way that the world is right now yep. and with this story coming out of Alabama, I'm not <laughs> sure what you would need to tell me for me to think it was nonsense. But I this this sounds like some shit that really happened again to me. I, I think it's news. Do you agree, Jared?
3: Yeah, I, I'm right there where, with you. Where you know times are tough, people are trying to make a buck here or there, and it's Alabama, it's the South. You know, they're they're. I, I can see them uh, this getting picked up for four episodes or four seasons on the Discovery Channel, um, <laughs> called Waste Winery or, or Winery Waste or something like. Or
1: that. Or fucking history at this point with all the weird shit they got on that channel. Oh yeah,
3: actually yeah, just go over there. Um, yeah, I could I could see this. This is this is actually maybe a step below uh, prison toilet
1: wine. You're saying news, Cody? You're saying news?
0: We're saying news.
1: All right, drum roll, please. (laughs) News.
0: (laughs) We didn't have to wait that time, baby. This is news. This is real news. Okay, so they, they're making—they're using the sewage water to make wine. Is what I'm hearing. at
1: the sewage plant. That's where it's at. that's where it's at. At least, so they're making wine at the sewage plant. Again, nice. I don't—I don't read the news stories. I just read the headlines. I guess, okay, I'm curious because there's two. I'm like every Republican. There's
0: th- <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we need a political burn uh, man.
3: sounder. Man. Um. There's two different ways. I mean, just from the headline, there's two different ways it can go. Like really good and clean, like where they're using the recycled water to then make wine out of it somehow, or it's really disgusting. And it was like a it was like a racket, and they were exposed.
0: Well, they yeah, if they were busted, I'm sure it was not up to code. (laughs) If the health (laughs) inspector, God, yeah, that sounds really fucking gross. I, uh, the name of the winery, by the way, Barefoot.
1: <laughs> I'd like to think that it's actually the the wine, Josh. It's just some guy named Josh who's oh, making no. it. In the, in the sewage plant. Yeah, no, we got not, Josh in the I back. The He's making wine. <laughs> Did you hear about Josh making the wine at the sewage plant? Him, him and his cousin wife are stomping on the grapes.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> oh god. What are some, uh, what would you call, what would you call some of the wine varieties that you made at the (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Poopy Pino, maybe?
1: (laughs) Shitty Sangria. (laughs) Poopy um. Pino.
3: Oh, man. (laughs) I don't think Mm. I can beat Poopy (laughs) (laughs) Pinot. Rusty Rosé.
0: <laughs> Ooh,
4: yeah. Oof.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good one. I don't have any more wine-based poop jokes. You, you, you used, I mean.
1: used you best one. <laughs> you started and ended it with poopy peanut. You know? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> hey, sometimes it only takes oh, one. Oh,
1: man, sometimes a taste you one. can chew. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I hope Oh, not. that's nasty.
0: Yikes! Um, so we got Poopy Pino getting made at the uh, the sewage plant by Josh and his uh, and his cousin.
1: His cousin wife. Oh, I,
0: uh, I can see
3: him wearing overalls, but only one buckled.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. And that's that's her. That's what she's wearing. <laughs> um. Anyways, we got uh, we got another story, one more to figure out if it's news or nonsense. I'm going to try to not let the previous selections bias uh, insert bias into my choice and give this one an honest shot, even though it's the third and we've already had two newses. Uh, what is our third candidate, Seth, for our headline here?
1: The third and final news story is, man in Tallahassee crashes stolen car, then tries to sell back to the owner.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's Florida, man.
0: <laughs> it is Florida, man.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Man in Tallahassee. He crashed the car, and then he tried to sell it back to the owner. That is fucking bold. I think this is news again. I think I'm going to have a hard time picking nonsense. Like I said, I think this is news. This sounds legit.
3: I I have a feeling that Seth is maybe playing us where this game is just actually all news, but it's just how <laughs> nonsensical the news in the world is right now. Um, and that's the lesson that we learned from this segment. Um, I, I'm going to go um against Cody. I'm going to go with the odds here and say that this is nonsense. <laughs> Even though Florida, like all the signs point to this 100% being happening like once a week in Florida. Um, yeah. Someone steals a car, then they try to sell it back to the person after crashing it. It's in Tallahassee.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked, I guess, if this is news.
0: But
1: <laughs> well, you're going with nonsense? Yes. And Cody, you're going with news? I'm going with news. All right. Drum roll, please. This
2: headline is nonsense.
0: Oh, it was so believable. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Wow, that was a good. Was I, was trying, good
1: uh... I was trying to play a little bit of mind games because I was going to do, you know, one like that was going to be my second one. And I was going to do the, the winery one third. but I'm like that the winery one sounds so made up that. I feel like yeah. they're gonna go with nonsense on that one, and then I'd trick them with mine.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty okay. So, how does this look? You you your car goes missing, and then uh, you know what? A week later, someone shows up <laughs> at your house with. I, your car. You'd have to know it was yours, right? You would know.
4: Yeah, you'd have to. Like,
0: I drive to. a Corolla. That's The Corolla is a common-ass car, but I wouldn't need to look at mine for very long, I feel. Maybe I'm wrong about this. I wouldn't need to look at mine very long and before I would go, yeah, this is fucking mine. You know what I mean? Like, I know where the marks are on it. I know where the stains are in the... Well, never mind, the stains. But... Um, <laughs>
1: Oh no! Taco would, Bell. So
0: someone someone rolls up to your house Taco and butt. they've got your your car with a dent in it, and they're like, "Yeah, two grand." <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I, don't know. I mean, that's the way if that it, it probably works out. But I, for some reason, I'm thinking like uh, logistically, if this were to work, is that the person that stole it somehow works at a used car lot, and then the person. Mm-hmm. It, it, like it is given like insurance i don't know how car it stolen cars work but given insurance money he goes and buys a new car then he tries to sell him his car back
0: you know it would be fraud but that's actually like <clears throat> that sounds like one of those cockamamie uh those alabama winemakers it sounds yeah. like something that he'd cook up like hey i'm gonna well i'm in tallahassee it sounds like something he would cook up like if you were buds with if both people were actually friends Then you could collect the insurance money on the stolen car and then buy back your car if it was just aesthetic damage. And the guy, a little bit of money.
3: The guy that stole it, too, 100% looks like Joe Bang. Oh, Oh, my God. Joe (laughs) Bang.
0: Joe Bang. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly fucking how that guy looks. Oh, man. So three, uh, JB goes three for three on News or Nonsense. Uh For three for the win.
4: Yeah.
3: Jared Buckendall.
0: Very nicely done, sir. Uh, The clean sweep for news or nonsense. Uh, I'm the loser for this week. Loser,
4: loser.
0: That's quite all right. Uh, But that's a pretty good collection. Mm -hmm. Seth, is that, did you, you made up entirely that last headline? That was the nonsense? Or did you source it from somewhere?
1: That one was made up, but I feel like I've heard that before. So it could be a real story. um, But I just went to Tallahassee because Florida.
4: Mm -hmm. um,
1: And... You know, I'm sure that I'm, I bet that's probably happened in Florida. I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it just knowing that state. But, um, yeah, that, that one was at least made up to the point of, like, I didn't see that when I was scrolling through news yeah. stories.
2: Nice.
0: Well, <clears throat> uh, as is always the case, uh, pretty good pretty good headline. It was a believable enough headline for me. So uh, that's going to do it for the first installment of News or Nonsense.
1: News or nonsense?
4: News or nonsense?
0: <laughs> All right. So, um, Seth, uh, that we were what? we were talking uh, in between cuts. There, you guys probably didn't hear it on the final version of the podcast. But uh, we were just surprised uh, by some new uh, some new stuff that came in, and so we're going to share it with you guys uh, and. Honestly, it's going to be a surprise to us too. But we need to jump into the Wayback Machine and we need to take a look at some things that happened on older episodes of The SoCo Show. This is previously on The SoCo Show.
1: Previously on The SoCo Show.
0: So we did hear, uh, while we're recording here today, we just heard from NPA. And uh, he has blessed us with a track based on uh, some of the conversation we were having. I guess this would have been last week. Um, and uh, the, I won't, I'm not even going to tell you guys the title of this one uh, but here goes here's NPA, here's a new track uh, based on some conversations from prior SoCo show, here we go
4: yeah
2: up in the morning, put that meat to your lips. Grab the buns tight and don't swallow too quick. Enjoy it real slow and start with just a tip. Cause it's seven in the morning, and you know we're eating hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Eat like a hot shot. Every day for breakfast, cause the toppings make a top-notch. Now don't talk. Fucking Cheerios is non-stop. Shit in a pull is fucking whack like a cockpit. Don't call me weird, or I might just slap you dizzy. Don't want no beef, so I'll go and grab a dizzy Eat it in your butt. Cause you know I ain't no sissy, but only for breakfast is when I'll eat a glizzy. <laughs> well, I eat a glizzy for protein. Yeah, but I'm made of wheat, cause I'm so lean. Yo, I lift the plate cause I'm so clean. Yeah, I swallow glizzies with no teeth. We're having glizzies for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm invented, yeah, and now there's no exit. Yeah, gotta get them while the fresh is. Yeah, we're having glizzies for breakfast. Yeah,
0: Wow. Oh,
1: that's awesome. Wow. Oh, Put that God.
3: meat to your lips. Oh, oh man.
0: my God. That is fucking great. NPA <laughs> not disappointing. I think here's my favorite part. in
2: the morning and you know we're eating hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like a hot shot.
3: It's seven in the morning, and you know we're eating hot I can picture this now: that Gina, your girlfriend, spends the night, and she's like, "What do you want for breakfast?" And you just hit that
0: sounder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's seven in the morning, and you know we're eating hot
0: I'm gonna say this is gonna be my test to see if Gina (laughs) listens to this episode. I'm gonna clip that, and I'm gonna make it my alarm in the morning. And next time she sleeps over, she's gonna hear that at seven a.m. We're gonna be fucking asleep. At 640, 6.59 and all of a sudden.
2: Because it's 7 in the morning, and you know we're hot
4: <laughs>
0: That's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, man. And this has a chorus. I think this is the first time we've had a chorus.
2: We're having Blizzies for breakfast. Yeah, I said I like a
0: <laughs> I love it.
4: Man. Oh, my gosh. Blizzies I, for I, breakfast I'm, is the new
1: hit.
3: I am crying right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh. It's uh. 7 a.m.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no eating hot dog. We need that Lizards for Breakfast is obviously the title, but if there's ever an opportunity to put like a, a title of a song with the, the parentheses around it, um <coughs> I think the perfect perfect parentheses title would be Seth's Breakfast Anthem. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Big shouts out to NPA.
2: That's why I sleep till noon
0: always uh (laughs) i literally has never disappointed uh with one of these
2: (laughs)
4: um
0: this uh it by the way in order to get the context for glizzy's for breakfast uh that if you couldn't pick it up from the song you're gonna have to go back and listen to some old soko show i think we talked about this last week if not it's been a couple weeks but um yeah this was a fun one glizzy's for breakfast uh the the latest in just a hit a hits a string of hits uh from npa so nolan big shouts out to you for putting that together for us man um wow that's (coughs) fucking great dude
1: yeah man wow
0: yeah that was a fun surprise uh glizzy's (laughs) for breakfast is the uh the new hit coming out of our previously on soco show
1: previously on the soco show
0: man that's a good one uh maybe we'll have to name we might even name this episode after after that song, that was a good one. <laughs>
4: seven a.m.
0: Um,
1: you know hot no, you know dogs. <laughs>
0: man, that's fucking good. There was also there was a whole little there was a whole string of bars in there. He licks the plates because he's so clean. Fun mm-hmm. he <laughs> because he's so lean. Oh man, that's oof. NPA brought the bars on that one. I'm shell shocked. Um, I think I've gathered my composure though, uh, so we can roll forward with the show here. Uh, so big shout out once, once again to NPA uh, for dropping that track on us. Uh, head over to the Spotify so that you can become a follower of his uh, and check out all of his new tracks. But for now, though, we're going to roll the show onward. Uh, we're going to take a look at our, our activity levels this past week. Uh, we're going to answer the question, what did you? <speaking in Spanish> all righty. Well, we were talking before the show, and yet again, uh, we didn't do much this week. Uh, Seth and I didn't have much to talk about, but Jared, you uh, you did something this week that I think a lot of people did, uh, and I have been fascinated to hear more about this, so tell, tell the folks at home what you did this last week.
3: Yep, me and the bros, were taking down hedge funds. We're killing them right now. Um, no, basically, yeah, we were talking before, we didn't really do much of anything, but the one thing that I did was, uh, I guess, uh, partook... In some stock trading this week, and I know that some people are like, "Why? wait, wait, wait. Why are they talking about finance?" Um, so GameStop is essentially—you know what GameStop is—they sell games um, at and and give you really bad uh, trading credit for those games. <laughs> but the stock price was really, really low, and a bunch of corporate, hedge fund, Wall Street people were shorting the stock, which basically, for lame terms, it means they are betting on it going lower and lower and lower until it doesn't exist anymore. Therefore, they make a lot of money. Now, a bunch of people on the internet, a bunch of millennials, Gen Z people, um, you know, everyone got this stimulus check. So uh, they decided to put all of their money into GameStop and actually revive it from the dead essentially therefore sticking it to the man essentially or the wall street people those those hedge fund managers um so the the gen z people with this money uh through these you know non-commission based trading apps are making tons of money right now and these hedge fund people are losing millions of dollars um <laughs> it is a fascinating thing and again I didn't I didn't throw in a ton of money I threw in some because I wanted to get in on the action but I had been following this for like a week and a half and I wish I would have paid attention a little bit more because uh, I wouldn't be here I'd be on a beach somewhere because I would have like (laughs) millions of dollars Um, but essentially the stock price like it was all the way down to like six dollars and today of the day of recording it got up to $380. So What um, the fuck? If if you know how math works, that's a big difference. Um Holy shit. Yeah, so if you would have put that's, like just $100 in, you would have made bank. Right? Yeah.
0: That's a I someone might correct my math. I think that's a 6000% gain.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and and the thing is there was there was a small hiccup last week where it went from, you know, like 25 up to 90 and it, it showed up on people's radars, and they didn't really know what was going on, but then it continued to continue that trend this week, and then even, like, Elon Musk was tweeting about it, out about it. Like, he was, like, uh, Game stocks, like, essentially Game stock stocks. um but the uh the reason it's doing this is because all of these you know internet people are just kind of combining their their forces essentially to boost up the the price and the reason it's or the the source of this is essentially um Wall Street Bets it's like a Reddit subreddit Wall Street Bets and I was reading a story last night that that subreddit um it has like 2 million people in it but it, within the last 3 months or 6 months it grew by a million and then um from last night to today I checked it right before rec- recording it grew by another 700,000 in one day um so Jeez. the the power of people <laughs> they could essentially do what they did to GameStop to several different companies and that's the thing is there's speculation who knows what the coordination of these uh stockbroker uh uh, millennial gen z people are but they're saying that they're going to do the same thing with amc where they're going to bump it up from essentially five dollars up to who knows how much they're going to do it with blackberry um I was reading into it quite a bit because, again, it is just absolutely fascinating because the the system, they broke the system, basically, and that's why all of these (laughs) uh, investors, uh, the SEC apparently is trying to get involved, saying that it's market manipulation, um, which is just ironic because um, they do that all the time, I guess. That's that's the way I think. Um, So... I don't know, man. I'm curious what you guys think about this because it's just like, <laughs> if if this continues, is this going to ch- change the way stock markets, investing, everything in the future, or is this a thing where it's like, hey, if you get enough money and enough resources and enough people, you can then become a millionaire?
4: <laughs> That's
1: freaking know- crazy. I just looked up real quick. I just looked up GameStop's info on Robinhood uh, a year ago. So the 52-week low is 257. Um the 52 week high was 380. It's currently at 292. So it's gone down um about 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a, it since last year it's a 6,852% increase.
0: <laughs> That's a fucking awesome. That's you know I think uh what's funny about this to me um is that this has always been super possible to do. Um, you know and and you get a big enough like you said you get a little bit of money and a big enough group of people and this is the kind of shit you can do and i think what's what's newsworthy about this you kind of chuckled when you said market manipulation is like this happens all the time Mm -hmm. it's just typically rich people do it not kids with stimulus checks yeah um so i i think it's fascinating i think it's I'm, it's cool. I think great that, you know, these younger people are interested in the markets and and are wanting to get educated in things. I'm worried it's going to create this, I don't know, um, I'm worried people are going to think they can replicate this and it's going to cause a bunch of other activities that aren't going to work. I saw a comment from, I don't remember who um someone in the world of finance today that said it's it's a lot like just creating a bubble like the real estate bubble in 08 where cuz like if GameStop is going to go back down at some point um and depending on what the timing of people getting out of it then you know it'll be good or bad for them but this is like an artificial inflation of the value of this company. Mm-hmm. So unless they t- unless they can take that and immediately lever it into something that actually <coughs> raises the value of the company, this will eventually pop in a way that's gonna look great for some and bad for others. Like, uh, really what they've created now is another opportunity for all those Wall Street dickheads to come in and short it again. Yeah, really. Yep. And so it's like, I, I'm really excited that people are interested in this kind of thing. And I love that it's like the every person, right? It's young people, Um, You know, it's not, it's not rich people necessarily. I love that sort of community involvement in the markets. Um, I'm just worried people are going to take the wrong thing from this um, eventually. But I love that millennials and Gen Z are trying to buck the trends of like, there's a, there's a finance has always kind of been a little elitist. So if Mm -hmm. you, um, you know, you would... This, this type of information that you can do something like this is typically just, like, hidden from the average person. So I, I always think it's good when everybody has all the info and people can do with it what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if this, uh, this uh, Wall Street Bets, this group or whatever, is going to do more of this. Like, what's the next one? Will they try to inflate, uh, you know, try to revive fucking... Uh, blockbuster stock, well,
3: actually that's blockbuster the funny stock, thing is that, that some shit like that. that 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 they were trying to do something with that but i think that that was that was fake that i saw on the chart um that they were bumping up blockbuster unless they tra- uh, blockbuster trades on a different market i'm not sure um i don't even know why they would have stock i mean there's only one of them left um but it's just so fascinating because i open up facebook i open up instagram i open up Twitter, I open up TikTok, Reddit, everywhere people are talking about this. So if anything, I think it's a thing that maybe educates people, where it's like, okay, this is what a short is. This is what they're doing. So, because when you t- when you talk about the stock market to <clears throat> an anybody, average person, they really can't—I I wouldn't say can't uh, understand it, but they they just don't know where to begin. They they don't understand how it works, and like even us three we went for to college for business and we work in business and stuff i think we even still don't understand it fully and Mm -hmm. i think over this last year i've kind of taught myself quite a bit but it's just so crazy that they're doing this but then also how all of these um you know the the man the hedge fund people are (coughs) complaining about it and potentially have might get laws implemented already this week um I know that wow. they had like a giant Discord channel shut down because there was too much. Apparently, you know, they blamed it on something else, but it was basically that's where they were all talking about what to do, the kind of the coordination of what to buy, went what to sell, and when, and also the the subreddit uh, had to go private, I guess. So it's this thing where I, I don't know. Are there higher power? How ugh, higher powers shutting this down already? Um, if so, I mean, if you were caught in the midst of this and you made a nice chunk of change, good on you.
0: Did hmm. you get the sense from uh, from what you've seen, Jared, that this was... Do you think this is more motivated by, hey, hey, gang, let's make some money for ourselves? Or is this more a fuck you to the short sellers? Because to me, it seems like the latter.
3: Oh, 100% the latter. I, I actually talked to a couple friends today. And, um, I mean, they might make, you know... $30 um, but they were just like I'm being part of sticking it to the man that's basically, That's yeah. exactly like word for word what they said and I was like I mean yeah yeah you're not wrong um, hopefully you can take it out before you lose any money but it is uh, this fascinating thing where yeah I think that it's this weird time like hey times are changing boys like basically like that where um people have kind of had enough you know of of everything that's been going on lockdown i know that there's some people that are turning a quick buck and it's probably life changing for them but there's also probably a lot of people that are very surface level probably listening to this podcast and thinking that they can maybe make a ton of money quick um this is not financial advice do your own research before you throw in, you know, maybe $10,000 or something.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, that'd be pretty, that's a really, really fucking key thing is like, be careful out there, folks. Um It's easy to get, it's easy to read a couple things and go, yeah, let's fucking do it. And then it's a pretty good way to lose a lot of fucking money. So mm-hmm. yeah, be careful out there. Be careful, especially from who you're taking advice from because uh, even all those like TikTok people aren't aren't all who they say they are. So be careful <laughs> where you're getting your information. But I do Seth, what do you think? Uh you ready to eat the rich? Do you like this whole uh, you know <laughs> the 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 the, the, the everyman teaming up and gathering the resources together to say fuck the rich? Are you are you on board for that? Do you care? Are you are are you ready for the war on the on the rich people?
1: <laughs> I don't I don't know why we're eating them. Let's eat them. I don't know why, I don't know why that had to come into it. <laughs> Um, That's what we do. We take all their money and then we eat them. Yeah. I hey, guess they we take
0: money delicious. and make them
1: cannibals. Mm-hmm. Num, yeah, num, num, it's, num.
0: You know it would be good meat? Because they all have those Pelotons. So they have great <laughs> glutes. <so it'd>
1: be <laughs> mm-hmm. Pelotons and caviar. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this one was fed nothing but organic soy milk for the last 10 years.
1: <laughs> I
0: think you could totally. There would be a market for different types of. This is a vegan rich person. You could mm-hmm. eat that one.
1: Well, I feel like the people who have Pelotons wouldn't have like they they would have like they would have like really good. Well, no, I think people who who are, who use Pelotons are like more vegan, so they would have like like really good vegan meals. But then the person who uses like those row machines, they would have the caviar. Yeah. Those, ro- those row those yeah. row machines are for rich people.
0: Yeah, those things are. That's true. You only ever see that in a in a show or something when the person's obviously crazy rich. Those are yeah. fun though. I like row machines. I like those. <laughs>
1: To me, it just makes me more nervous that like you you can manipulate. I mean, it's straight up. That's what it is. They're manipulating the stock market. There's like no fucking value in GameStop at no. this point. You know, it's gonna it's gonna go away. Um, so the fact that you can just be like, you know what? I don't want them to go away yet. Here's a bunch of money. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, that's like. Um, that that's that's just weird and kind of like why the fuck is that our system and why do so many other countries not even just us rely on that you know like that's stupid um but you know it is what it is nothing makes sense in this world so oh yeah well, now now when you if you just sit down and
3: look <clears throat> at it it's like yeah this is just dumb
1: it's literally just like reaction to stuff um mm-hmm. it always gets better after a president's elected no matter who's elected like it just it doesn't matter you know
0: it's a pretty funny thing, and like I see it from pretty close up, and it it feels like that sometimes. It kind of feel if it sometimes feels, especially now in a world where we don't really see money get exchanged anymore. We just see the number on our smartphone app. It yep. uh, sometimes it does feel like a silly game that a lot of people are playing, and some people win and it's cool, and some people lose. Um, but you're right. So like that whole that whole idea of like you can just throw a bunch of money at a company and it'll stay open. Um, because that <laughs> happened, and I can't believe this this segue fell from the sky on my lap here, Jared. But um, we recently one of the one of the companies that was looking like it might go under was AMC, and they started getting some private equity donations and things like that 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 uh, have kept them afloat. Um, so they've kind of had that happen. Enough people have said we don't want them to close, so they've started throwing money at AMC. And it sounds like Jared that that the AMC stock is also maybe. Having some similar things happen to it as the GameStop stuff is. Do I have that right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I was reading a bunch of stuff, and again, who knows what's real? Who's who knows what's coming from a, a verified kind of you know knowledgeable person or just you know an eighteen year old that just got their first paycheck. Um, but they're kind of saying that uh, AMC is going to be like the next one that they're trying to boost up. And just today, the stock price was up three hundred and one percent. Yeah. And oh, again, yeah, it's, it's not a ton. I mean, each stock or each uh, yeah each individual stock is at what nineteen dollars and ninety cents right now. But um, for a company that was you know borderline bankrupt, this could potentially, you know, I I see two different ways of this happening. It it keeps going and going and going, kind of like GameStop, and then boom, AMC is just done because it drew grew up this inflated amount that it doesn't actually exist or whatever, or they inflated up a certain amount for a certain amount of time until covid's gone and then boom the movie theater survived somehow um maybe mm-hmm. i have that wrong in my mind but i i don't know man i i think that what these people are doing with these you know coordinated trades it's it's fascinating
0: it's it's kind it's, of cool i think it is fascinating because it feels it feels like it feels like these this group of people who traditionally don't get listened to can have real world effects, and uh, anytime you like, let someone. I think I always felt like that was what the what the John Oliver show had always done really well. Like they do silly stuff on their show, but then they do real life shit that affects things, and um, it, I think that's part of why that audience really responds well to that show is because it's like you you like to see your attention or your money or whatever it is, and the effect it actually has. And for a person now in this group, they can say I I contributed to this see this bump in the price of mm-hmm. gamestop I was part of that and I think I think people are gravitating toward that I think it is cool
3: and I don't know the correct amount, but I think within the last week AMC actually issued more uh public stock because of this uh, situation so <laughs> they can potentially raise even more money
1: what the fuck man um, <laughs> let's see here and so it's so goddamn like corrupt almost in that way it's like oh i see a bunch of these people online saying they're gonna buy it issue more 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 more
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny the the, the ethics of ever of it all get blurry really fast because um, i i'm not even sure you're supposed to be working together in an informal group like that um so they may <laughs> run into some they may run into some sec problems eventually um which will be horse shit because it's not like it's not like rich people haven't already been doing this it's just that th- it's just that these kids did it in public mm, so right uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> this will be a fascinating thing to keep it up, keep up on. Obviously, GameStop and AMC are are uh, things that we we uh, keep an eye on because we use their services. Um, but interesting to see what uh, what's been going on with their stocks lately. A little bit a little bit of money talk this week.
2: Here, comes the money. Here we go, money talk. Here comes Here the, come money.
0: the money. So uh, so take it from JB and I quote: uh, take the take the entire mortgage and put it on GameStop. Uh, that's the official Hell yeah, advice man. from Jared. Hey, if anything, uh,
3: if if it does crash, at least they're living up to their business model of giving you 25 cents for your uh, goods.
0: Oh, wow. That's a good one.
1: Waka waka. Waka waka. What? That's a good
0: one. Wow. Oh, I got another one for you. Bada boom. There you go. That was a pretty good one. (laughs) Bada boom. That was pretty fucking good pun, uh, guys. If you're involved in this, let us know on Facebook or Twitter at Soco Show Pod. Uh, Let us know if you've made any money, if you've gotten income out, what your thoughts are uh, on the uh, the GameStop stuff, because uh, this will be this will be a developing story. I'm sure we'll keep an eye on for a little while here. All right, so making money moves. Uh, that was JB's answer this week to the question, "What did you?" Let's keep things rolling here. Uh, we're gonna give some uh, we're gonna take a look at a, a recent headline and, and give some thoughts about it. Uh, let's answer the question, what do you think? What do you think? Oh. Think, think?
4: think. 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 think.
0: All right, Seth, let's go to you uh, to set this one up here. What are we thinking about this week?
1: Uh, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was wondering if I you bring- remember. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, just saw before we recorded that there's a little bit of news that Michael B. Jordan, um, aka Donis Creed, wants to uh, potentially or is open to coming back to um, the Black Panther franchise um, as Killmonger. What do you guys think of that? Hmm. Scoop, baby. Scoop.
0: It. I'm really. I, I think it's awesome. Uh, and and you know I'm I'm, I'm trying to he- uh, hedge my excitement a little bit because if I if I feel like this is happening and then later it doesn't I'll be really disappointed because um, yeah. honestly like if you had told me before they cast Chadwick Boseman and I love Chadwick Boseman he's perfect Black Panther I wouldn't change a thing but if before I knew who he was you had told me Michael B Jordan was going to play the Black Panther I'd be like yeah cool all right let's do that so now with bozeman gone and and they're not going to recast t'challa you need to move the mantle of black panther Mm -hmm. you know shuri uh shuri his younger sister has been in the comics before Uh, but there have been multiple black panthers over time but uh i guess the um someone helped me out with her name the actress who plays shuri
1: Letitia, Letitia
3: Wright. Letitia
0: Wright. Letitia Wright, yeah. I guess she had some some stuff with Disney because she had posted some stuff people didn't like. I don't remember if it was anti-vax or anti-trans or maybe both. Or, there was, she had some stuff, kind of like Gina Carano, that f- some folks didn't like. So if she's not on good standing with Marvel, maybe they don't go uh, to Shuri. And if they're not going to go to Shuri, I would love for them to go with Killmonger. If mm-hmm. they, and it wouldn't take much, just a little bit of hand-waving to say we kept him alive and put the mantle on him. And I think with his new you know, the lessons he learned from T'Challa, maybe he learns a little bit more about Wakanda, and, but still has maybe that edge to him, a little bit of darkness, uh, I think that could make for a really, really compelling kind of continuation of the series. Because, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like everybody was really pleasantly surprised by him and how great he was in that role. There was a lot of conversation about him being one of the best villains we've had. So mm-hmm. I think it would be great to keep him in the franchise. I, I, think, I think that would be really good for Disney to, to work it back in. Annoying as it may be, because they're going to be retconning his death, uh, I think it's gonna it would be a net good to bring him in
3: i guess um i i can't remember to okay we don't care about spoil, spoilers right spoilers With black panther
0: yeah no, like i, I don't we'll, we'll do a quick spoiler spoilers here for black panther skip ahead always if if you can't well, like we just i just said they wrecked on his death so they yeah, yeah anyway, but anyway,
3: how did he, how panther. did he
0: die he was stabbed you like stabbed him yeah okay
3: that's how it was um yeah you could probably find a way to fix that somehow um Mm -hmm. there's technology in wakanda uh yeah i mean if they're gonna do that and the thing is it would be this thing where it's like okay i i mean he's kind of he would be this weird kind of like winter soldier type where yeah he could he's helping the good you know the, but could have this like self-destructive personality or side to him that could mm-hmm. honestly you know br- like build into an interesting dynamic for him potentially not only in just that single movie but moving forward if he were to be in multiple movies
4: Hmm.
0: man what if what if he because i think what was really really cool about black panther and kugler did it so not obviously i think is because T'Challa's African and Killmonger's American. They have very different experiences with things like race, and mm-hmm. so if even if he doesn't go back to Wakanda, but if he's if he still can wear the suit, maybe he has the bluer or, or the the heart shaped herb, um, but maybe he's based in America and maybe he's taking on some of the American racist things that are going on. Cause that seems to be more his lane than like running Wakanda to be the shining beacon of hope for the world or whatever that T'Challa wanted to do. So maybe even Killmonger is in the U S and he's doing U S based stuff as the black Panther. I think that could also be really fucking cool. I do hope they stay in Wakanda. I'd rather see that, but it could be interesting to tie him back to the U S. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot you could say, um, fuck you wouldn't need, you could make some updates just based on things that have happened in the last couple of years. Um, you know, and, uh, Jordan is so great like at this point I think everybody agrees he's an awesome actor so could he carry a Marvel movie absolutely if you Mm -hmm. ask me I don't I don't I don't see any reason why he couldn't Mm -hmm. Um, but Paul Rudd can (laughs) well I mean
3: aside from him being you know great and uh, people really latched onto that character and villain but like from his point of view what he was doing was correct and that's the thing is if you're saying Cody like if they were put, put him in New York um like what he's doing it makes 100% sense from his point of view from people that maybe grew up in that situation um and that could be an interesting thing where he's like not really like an anti-hero but definitely has like alternative motives or uh untraditional kind of ways of handling certain situations
0: mhm yeah that would be really interesting and you could even fuck if, even if you needed even if you needed to still be the bad guy you could do all that and then have you know shuri or whoever else talk him down from that eventually and teach mm-hmm. him the lesson he needs to learn um mm-hmm. i think this is yeah uh, so let me ask you guys this uh i i think we would all well seth what do you think first uh would you like <laughs> would you like to have him back in general and if he's back would you would yeah. you like to see him as black panther
1: yeah you, you guys pretty much covered everything yeah um that i was gonna say um yeah i mean i think and i think it's just a good redemption story overall i mean um
3: don't call him come would,
1: back Exactly. Yes. Um, um, Even if they were, I, I mean, even if, even if, um, you know, Chadwick was still alive and was able to do the role, and they brought him back, I think that's still an interesting story they could do. Um, where you know, just, again, just redemption story. He maybe he needed him for some reason, and boom, redemption story. I think. I mean, everyone loves a good redemption story to begin with, and I'll say redemption story one more time. Um,
0: <laughs> Wanker. Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, I think that. Just in general, I think that could be a good story, let alone, you know, for all the circumstances it makes sense. So yeah, I, I think it's a good idea.
0: Be interesting to see what exactly they do. There's talk, um I read a couple smaller articles talking about like do do they CGI him for scenes if they need to have him do something, maybe they CGI him for some stuff. I don't I I don't think they'll go that way. I think that he's it's too way too soon, I think. Um although they did stuff with Leia pretty quick, so I you know, I don't know. But uh, that would be interesting. I want to get your guys' take on this. So if it's not, if for whatever reason it wasn't uh, MBJ and Killmonger, um, what would you think of M'Baku potentially becoming the Black Panther? Do you think that Winston Duke could maybe carry this thing forward uh, and take, a, take kind of the lead role or, or share in an in a ensemble? Would that be compelling to you? For me, not as compelling as Michael B. Jordan, but I, I think it yeah. would be interesting to see that M'Baku character kind of step up too.
1: I think I would personally prefer, if it's not going to be, you know, Killmonger, I think, it sure, it would be the only other one that's interesting to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I know that um, when the movie came out and then also, um, he was in Us, correct? Yep. Yeah, after that, uh, people were, I mean, he had a hot streak for a while, and I think people were like, oh yeah, maybe he could, you know, step in, because I think when they had the, the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Bozeman, I knew there was some chatter about him potentially, but I think that he has a different kind of—I don't know. They could twit that, That—that's the thing—is with the story team and kind of you know maybe retconning some things. They—they they could find a way for him, but I think you know kind of the hierarchy of who I would want would be uh, if you found a reasonable and logical way of bringing uh, Michael B. Jordan in. I, I'd probably say him. Otherwise, Letitia Wright and maybe not even maybe not even him third maybe even to like bring in a storm or something you know
0: Mm-hmm. storm could be cool i think you gotta that seems like that seems like that's gonna happen introducing storm in wakanda in the next black panther movie seems seems pretty clear to me um so we'll see if that we'll see if that does come true um uh here's a dark horse uh which is kind of a funny race pun, actually, uh, because of what I'm going to say. Uh, the dark horse here, what if we get uh, Bilbo Top. Baggins? Uh, well, <laughs> Carrot Top would be just as good. Uh, what if Martin Freeman steps in and becomes a Black Panther? Because
3: you know, he's, he's really
0: cool with the Wakandans. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. And then that ties in with Falcon and Winter Soldier, probably.
0: Yep. Well, oh. They can make him the White Panther. That'd be Ooh. funny.
1: I was going to say the whitest person you could possibly think of playing the yeah. Black Panther. That makes total sense.
0: People would love that. The social justice <laughs> crowd would would be so psyched that the new Black Panther yeah. was a white guy. Uh, the people would just love that. Lines around the block, it would be amazing. People would love it. People would love it. I don't know, but I hope he comes back because I love the way Letitia Rhett says colonizer. <laughs> that shit's funny to me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a while yet before we get this Black Panther 2. Um, but uh, when it does come out in a few years, we'll see if they are able to get MBJ back in there. That would be pretty interesting. So We will absolutely be keeping an eye out on Black Panther 2 developments. Uh, I do think Ryan Coogler is back, yes? Uh, we know that for sure?
1: Yeah, I think so. Sweet.
0: Yeah. I think that's the key thing. So that'll be a good one. Lots of MCU stuff uh, that's going to happen between now and then, though. So we'll see how that stuff uh, affects that one but uh, we are all for it Michael B. Jordan as the Black Panther we are in favor uh, what say you folks let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Soco Show Pod what you think of uh, of this one that's all that's all we're thinking about this week not a lot of brain power being exerted uh, here on the SoCo Show, but uh, that'll wrap up this segment that's it for what did you think what do you think
4: what do you think think
0: It's really hard in my head to, to keep what did you do, what do you think, what did you watch? Like straight in my head, like what version of what and do do I need to use each time?
4: What? What? <laughs> it it what? throws
0: me off every time I start to say it. Yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, You guys are preempting the sounder, so let's go ahead and jump right into it since you guys are so excited. Uh, we're going to take a look at some of the things we saw this past weekend answering the question, what did you watch?
4: What? 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 What, did you... what? Come on. Come on.
0: Uh, we didn't watch a lot this weekend. There wasn't a lot of new stuff coming out. Um, I want to touch on just one thing real quick. There's a uh, there's a new mini series, it's a docu- documentary series uh, on Netflix that I have started. Uh, that has been fascinating to me, but in like a, a silly way that I recognize. Um, the series is called Surviving Death. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this in your advertisements or not, but it's a seven, I think, episode, uh, hour long a piece documentary series about essentially it's about death and what might come afterwards so uh they kind of look at it from a different angle there's episodes there's an episode the one i've seen uh one of the one of the couple i've seen has been um near-death experiences and that whole thing when people like they say they saw a tunnel or they saw their parent whatever it is and then they come back um, it talked about that. Apparently, there's a shitload of people that that's happened to. Like, they've, there are millions of documented cases of that happening. I didn't know this. And um, they interview people that it's happened to. And it's funny. They, they, they tell a pretty compelling story. Um, so it's kind of fascinating to sit and think about. And then there's a couple episodes on mediums uh, and what they do. There's episodes on, um, like, reincarnation. Like, if you've seen those stories where, like, this five-year-old kid tells you, that he used to be an old man in Norway in his past life and he like knows facts about this other guy that he shouldn't know. Um, There's an episode about those and a few others. Um, It's an interesting, for me it's like, it doesn't feel like watching a, a scientific documentary where I'm getting a bunch of like new factual information. It's for me just more of like a fun kind of thought exercise to look at all this stuff and what people think and uh, so like I said, I, I, I think watch this, if you're curious about that and like want to mull it over some more, um, not, I wouldn't take it as science fact when you watch it. Um, cause they do at least in the portions I've watched, they're, they're not as skeptical. It's more like, let's, let's look at all the things that support these theories of life after death. So it's, it doesn't feel skeptical enough to me to feel scientific, but it is interesting and it's fun to think about that stuff. So. Uh, if you want to check that out, Surviving Death uh, is over on Netflix. So that one's been kind of a fun one to poke through for me.
3: I'm curious, out of all of the things or episodes you've seen, what what's one that you've really kind of latched onto and been like, yep, that's the one?
0: The, it's the near-death experience one, definitely. Because mm-hmm. um, the medium episodes, I've watched like one and a half of the two medium episodes, and I, the medium stuff to me still, still seems really far-fetched. But I think the the, the near death experience because there are so many and they all tell similar stories they're not all the same but are key, there are common elements in each one feeling of warmth bright light a lot of color uh, a, a calmness a feeling of like being welcomed or accepted um, a lot of those things repeat uh, among a lot of people and even across cultures and across backgrounds so it's not necessarily even that they all watch the same movie and, and had the same dream or whatever it's like people who wouldn't people who wouldn't have gotten it from the same place um, people who are not religious and really skeptical and scientists have had these experiences and they say it so it's just to hear that story from someone who is so certain of what they saw is to me really compelling um, and it's enough to make me go you know what maybe I don't know I don't know I mean I'm not gonna change my plans uh, you know <laughs> based on what I what I saw from the thing but it's it's kind of a fun thing to think about um, and that was that was I think the best piece of supporting I'm not even I don't even really want to call it evidence but um, the best piece of supporting information that, that I saw uh, was the consistency among a ton of different kind of cases of this.
1: Um, when you said they, they feel warmth and that they see colors, is the color yellow by chance, and is the warmth in their pants area?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that's. you find out in episode two they were all going to the same doctor, and he pissed on all of his patients' faces.
1: <laughs> it was all yellow.
3: Is there a song that does that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's Coldplay. Yeah, there we go.
1: <laughs> what?
0: It's uh, it's a, there's a Coldplay song called Yellow. It has nothing to do with piss, but it, that's, that's a joke.
1: If I thought
3: <laughs> they should be more warm play. Oh wow!
0: Oh no!
3: Oh no! <laughs> uh.
0: That's fucking good. God, Jared's on a pun roll today. I can't hang. <laughs> that one
3: was bad
0: no that one was fucking great uh warm play that one was fucking great um anyway what were we talking about oh surviving death uh check that one out on netflix if you guys are interested in that uh but seth i want to go to you for something a little more substantial um we got a movie here that came out uh theaters and vod rental uh this over the weekend uh this one's in my queue haven't had a chance to see it yet so interested to hear uh what you thought and whether you're going to recommend it
1: Well, you should put it in your R. Next. (laughs) My R? Yeah, Q-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z, the alphabet. Okay. Oh.
3: I don't know. I have no idea where I'm going. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Cody, just think about it a little bit longer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yep. Okay.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
0: I get it. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: that's
1: nasty. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: If you get it, if you get it, share this clip. Uh, if you don't, you're dumb. Anyway. I
1: don't get it. I'm not sharing it. I don't fucking understand it either. <laughs> uh.
0: That's the joke. We were feigning confidence.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What uh? What the fuck did you watch, Seth?
1: Um, I watched a movie. Yeah. That's it. No. no. Um. I, I like you said it's on VOD and theaters it's called Our Friend. Uh it has Casey Affleck, Jason Segel and Dakota Johnson. Um it's based on a true story where um this uh this couple um married couple uh the the wife um is diagnosed with can- terminal cancer and Jason Segel comes down basically co- puts his whole life on pause comes down to where they're living and helps out. They're like old friends from like in their early twenties. Um, and the movie kind of, it starts off with like the moment, um, where Dakota Johnson tells, um, her kids, they have two kids, her and Casey Affleck have two kids together and she's telling them that they have cancer or that she has can't that she has terminal cancer, that she's going to die from it. And then it kind of goes back from there and we'll kind of jump backward and forward in time. Um, it's based on also an, uh, an article. Um, I think it's just called the friend. Um, and that's kind of the, what the story is based around is that friendship of Jason Siegel coming down for years, essentially is, I think it's at least over, I think it's two years that he's down there and helps him out. Um, and he doesn't have much going on in his life anyway. He's kind of like lost in adrift and things like that too. So that's where part of the, the story is, is like him finding himself and, you know, per, he has a purpose with being there and all that stuff. So, um, but that—that's kind of what the the story ends up being about. Really, is the the friendship and the limits that that goes to and uh, all that stuff. But this—it's a uh, the movie itself is fantastic. Um, I mean, I've only seen, I guess, one movie or two movies released this year, so um, it, it's not my number one. <laughs> um, but I—I I, uh, I think we should end the year now. Uh, we're just gonna do a top two. All right, list. call it quits. Um, yep. Um but no, I think it's fantastic. It's, it's well worth definitely a ticket price. So, I mean, kind of, that's where I were. I could have went to the theater and saw it. I was feeling lazy. Um, but I, uh, I think it's worth the the 20 bucks if you, you know, count in the ticket price and what you might pay for snacks and, um, maybe, you know, the, the, the time that you're taking to drive over there and all that stuff and having to be around people that sucks. So (laughs) I think it's worth the 20 bucks to watch for sure. Um, and if it's playing in your theater, it's worth going out to the theater to see too. I was just feeling lazy, so um, I would have enjoyed it just as much in a the theater. Um, there's definitely have, have yourself some tissues or a hanky nearby. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have some eye squirts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think there, there there might be some wet codies in this one actually, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's great. I think it's a fantastic movie. It's definitely worth checking out, and uh, great performances all around too with. Uh, Siegel and um, Dakota Johnson and Casey Affleck—they're all—they're all fantastic in it. um Jason Siegel kind of plays like a like a Marshall Erickson, Erickson type character in this. So if you're a How I Met Your Mother fan, you'll you'll kind of see that similar type of guy, just like happy-go-lucky, like good dude, um but who's also dealing with some stuff too. So uh, yeah, check it out. I enjoyed it a lot. Worth your time. Boom, boom.
4: Our friend,
0: I, I yeah, this is definitely on my list. I'm gonna check it out. Um, it's funny with Dakota and, Johnson. Uh, I think we all on this show agree she's really a fucking good actress. Um, yeah. But she's she's one of them that's almost similar to um to like a Robert Pattinson, where she, her breakout was in such a huge role that I think. At least for me, it took me a, a little bit to realize that she was actually a good actress because I just think of her in Fifty Shades and I'm like, of course she's not talented. Mm-hmm. She was in Fifty Shades, um, but like Seth, you had seen her actually in in um, what was <laughs> the one about the two Ben and Kate.
1: Yeah, uh, Ben and Kate. Even, that's still that's still one of my favorite canceled too soon TV shows. Like it, it was a, such a great uh, yeah. sitcom. I loved it.
0: It was a solid one, and and that's so, so funny. Funny. for her to have kind of blown all the way up to the Fifty Shades thing and then kind of fallen off like anyone does after some a big franchise like that. And then she's worked her way back in through these kind of independent smaller. She was in, I think she was in that Suspiria remake a couple of years ago um, and a few other things. And she's getting a lot of respect for her acting talent now, which I think is awesome. So I love this. Um, and it seems like a lot of folks need to go to the Indies to really do that, um, or at least to smaller studios. Um, well, this is universal. <laughs> this is a universal movie?
1: yeah wow fuck I
0: didn't know that I thought it was like an uh, twenty four.
1: no that's why it's, 20, it's a $20 rental so that's why oh. <laughs> it's universal
0: well um, fucking, fucking never mind what I said about the indies
1: <laughs> uh, right and actually I looked it up today too um, because of COVID and all that stuff this actually could be eligible for Oscars um, they, the Oscar eligibility windows to like February oh, Um sure. and then the ceremonies are um, in April so they, they extended it out so that they could give you know more people time to release movies and things like that with covid so um yeah this could i, I mean uh i think all three i would say more so i mean actually i think all three performances the, the main leads were fantastic um so i could see any of them honestly being nominated for supporting Sick. in one way or another
0: man well next time i get wet i know what i'm turning to or next time i want to oh. turn wet i know what i'm turning to our friend uh, so oh, this they're uh, gonna
1: say are they gonna say r slash gone wild
0: <laughs> <laughs> i guess I guess i should I guess I should clarify what type of wet I mean uh, if, <laughs> well, then I started to say if I want to get wet necked, but I get that's that doesn't get me any closer oh, no no um, no
3: yeah if
0: I, if I, <laughs> I want to have an emotional response to a film, I know. Uh, which one I'm going to turn to. Our friend is out there now. Uh, if your theater is open, you can check this out in theaters now. Otherwise, uh, rent it uh, wherever it is you rent your movies for 19.99 right now. Big recommends from Seth.
1: It's the same price as Big Mother Truckas.
0: Only 19 <laughs> <laughs> That was a fun game. For 20 bucks. that was a great game. I got a lot more money mm-hmm. out of that than uh, than the $20. Um Jared, let's turn to you here and uh, we're going to have you set up a movie that's coming out this weekend so that we can come back and review it. But you've seen this one. Uh, in fact, your uh, your uh, review premiere just happened a little bit ago while we were recording uh, or before we were recording tonight. Um, so uh, go ahead and set this one up for us that we're going to be reviewing next week in case some of the folks at home want to follow along.
3: Exclusive. Um, this new movie. It's, I think, the first one from uh, Warner Brothers, HBO Max, where it's uh, day and date on HBO Max, the streaming platform, and also the movie theater. It is called The Little Things, and um, it's kind of a crime thriller. It takes place in the 90s in L.A. They do um, reference The Night Stalker, uh, which I think I just did a review on um, the documentary a couple weeks ago. That's aside from the point. This is a different story. But it essentially uh, stars uh, Rami Malek, Denzel Washington, Jared Leto. And it's kind of, uh, you know, there's a serial killer on the loose. And it's this uh, kind of deputy that used to be a detective, kind of grizzled, uh, kind of older, more experienced. And then his replacement that has come in. And they kind of have an interesting dynamic, kind of uh, team up, even though maybe one's out of the game. One is a little, you know... Uh, still fresh on the scene and they go off and try to find a serial killer um that's kind of the setup i won't I, we can talk about it more uh next week but uh if you were interested in 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 any of that man my tongue is not working well today um hi. nice um yeah if you're a thriller fan check it out maybe um, again I'll have more thoughts next week when the fellas have watched the movie as well if they are going to watch the movie
0: yeah I'm definitely Ooh. this is this is probably on my Friday night list my Friday night time slot is like the most important one to me like what am I doing immediately after work on Friday and uh, for a while it was Mandalorian I think uh, WandaVision has kind of taken that spot but then if I'm watch, if there's a movie I really want to watch it becomes a Friday night watch so Uh, This one's likely to be a Friday night watch for me Uh, that you had me at Denzel. uh, So I'm really Mm -hmm. excited to check this one out on HBO Max and uh, report back to the folks next week.
1: I was going to say, I was thinking about going to the theater to see it, but it sounds like with Jared's review and also what I just saw on the tomato meter. I'll probably watch this one for free on on HBO. <laughs> yeah,
3: and that you know what? That's an interesting thing because uh, you know how this whole year is going to play out with HBO Max and the mm-hmm. movie theater. Both you know the movies are going into uh, and
1: Universal release and stuff. Are they? Are on they doing BOD. stuff too? That's what. It, that's what it seems like. I mean, the the our friends. Oh yeah, yeah, was. yeah. But there's. I mean, there I don't know. For it. some reason, yeah. For some reason, I feel like HBO Max is so much more affordable. Um, again. Oh I'm yeah, not yeah. For I mean, it, but uh, right. But I'm just saying, like that's that that's. Same yep. similar to HBO Max is like Universal is going to release same you know their VOD mm-hmm. movies same day as theater. Mm-hmm. You got to pay for it obviously at the twenty yeah. bucks, but yeah, that's what studios Disney's doing. Not the theater, but you know, releasing all on Disney Plus. I think I think this is a topic for like later on in the year, just to be like, what movies
3: do you wish you would have seen in the movie theater, or which ones do you wish you would have watched on streaming at yeah. home?
1: For well, the for the ones, that, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, that that's kind of the I, th- I think for me with. Look, it kind of just like what I talked about. Like, if a movie is going to get a good rate, like, this is one I would have seen in the theater if it had, like, anything above 60%. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I won't, I won't say it's not much less than that. So I'll just st- leave it
3: around and there. And again, I, I, um, I mean, to preface, not that many people have seen this yet. Um,
1: it was that 60 reviews. Okay. Several people have <laughs> seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's one, like, cause it's a thriller and whatnot. But, like, um, I don't know. Like, I'll probably go see Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's what it's called. Yep. Yep. Um, So, I'll probably see that in the theater. uh, And actually, I think you can see that with Sundance. um,
2: I can.
1: But uh, I'll probably see that in the theater in a few weeks, even though that'll be on HBO Max as well. So,
2: Man.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked for that one, for sure. Uh, Come on back next week. Hear us uh, review The Little Things. Uh, Sounds like... Sounds like some potential for mixed reviews. I like that. I, I hadn't seen anything, so uh, this the, if the tomatom- Tomatometer is low, um, then I'm even more excited. Uh, maybe we'll get some Tom Tater. reviews next week. So uh, come hear more about Denzel, Jared Leto, and Riz Ahmed uh, next week when we talk about the little Rami Malik. Uh,
1: yeah, Rami Malik.
0: You're right. Sorry, Mr. Ruben.
1: <laughs> I don't know why Robert. I get
0: those guys flipped sometimes. Uh, probably the R's. Anyway, uh, Our Friend, getting a big big recommend from Seth. That's available on VOD and in theaters now. And Surviving Death, uh, you can check that one out on Netflix as well. So that's the answer to the question, what did you watch?
4: What? 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 What did you watch?
0: (laughs) All right, folks. Well, uh, you know, after our reviews, we are just about to the end of episode 180 here. Um, But before we go, you know, we got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm
2: down to one,
0: one one more thing. When do you guys go? I don't have anything.
1: Oh, I got I got something real quick. I should have brought up and um, what do you think? But we'll bring it up now. Uh, I saw today that um, there's some articles coming out about um, about uh, China has some new COVID tests, um, and they're taken not in the the nose hole but in the bee hole. Their butt. I tests. suddenly really um. want to get a vaccine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let me. I'm sick.
1: Oh that has to be a sounder. (laughs) Um but I haven't done the I haven't had a COVID test. Um so I haven't done the nose thing. I I think Cody you have. Um Jared, have you done it? No, I have not. Not the butt one. Okay. Um I so I guess I don't know, but I I have a fucked up nose. I, I definitely have like a deviated septum or something. I don't want to do that fucking test, and I'm already like I I'm not good with throats. St- like I hate I I gag. Um, I would I honestly I would do the butt one because <laughs> my thought is stuff you know much much bigger than a little swab comes out of my butt every day. <laughs> I figure. I figure that this can't be that much.
0: (laughs) As as a person who, as a person, as a person who has had the nose thing and loves things in their ass, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I would no. Honestly, I think it is the nose thing is really uncomfortable, but you don't have to get undressed to do it. So if, if if it's
3: if well, it's... I guess I took the wrong test.
4: <laughs> yeah, can you
1: imagine? Can you imagine they like? All right, strip down now. They go. You go. You go to the the drive through line or whatever, and it's like, all right, do you want the nose or butt? <laughs> and what if what if they accidentally mix it up? Like when they're they like accidentally pick up a used butt one and shove it up someone's nose?
4: <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh, oh, we don't want that. Jesus. <laughs>
1: Yikes, yikes. I guess
0: I ultimately, I don't think.
1: Yeah, shit for brains. Oh, Oh, what? Wow.
0: (laughs) Wow.
3: The best joke (laughs) of the show.
0: What? In the 11th hour, after all the candidates we had, Seth just hit us with the the title of this uh, this week's episode. Uh, That was it. wow that one was good Oof. <sighs> shit for brains i you know what i think the headline here is that a lot of people would think about it at least uh i would like, probably do
1: the butt one
0: <laughs> i would ask questions i'd be like okay tell me about the butt one like is it uh, do you it need to go yeah, way how far up, up does it go you need to go way up in there how thick is this thing around how much time does it need to spend up there do i need to do an enema first uh, you know all, <laughs> no, they all need those the things foo, man do I because, suction like, cup it
3: to my shower wall <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
0: god <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew you guys could be mature about this.
1: What if, What if they like what if what if they don't even pull out like a little swab thing? They they just ask you, "Okay, do you want nose or butt?" And then when you say butt, they just they just fucking roll their hand up in a bunch of toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> and then just, All right, "Come here." Oh <laughs> man. Ah. Oh.
0: What if when you say, what if when you say, I want the anal test, the door opens and former WWF superstar test walks in? <laughs> oh, he's dead. Well, That's what they want so you to think. Be, yeah. He, he's just been, he's the new COVID test. That's his new. <laughs> uh.
1: um, they say it's also more accurate too. So, I mean, if you really want to know you have COVID, you know, just go with the butt test.
0: I would, I would. And also it's safer for the
1: people administering it though. Yeah. Cause you're not, you don't have the chance that you don't have to pull down your mask. You don't have, you know, you're not going to sneeze on them, you know? So well. you, you have less chance. <laughs> <laughs> my butt sneeze. <laughs> Depends uh, if you had Taco Bell the night before or not.
0: Oh, Gesundheit for your butt sneeze. I would consider it. I would need to know more about how the butt test works, but I'd be open to it and I would consider it. What do you think, Jared? Is this a day one is this a day is this a day one rewrite non starter for you or you gotta learn more about the, the booty test before you decide which how which way you want it?
3: I mean, the the whole seeing and hearing about the nose thing, that just does not appeal to me at all. Like it's again, it's a quick thing from what it sounds like, it's like boom boom boom. Um You know what? I, I'd do the butt one. Just, you know, get it over and done with. Dabble, being a pioneer out there.
0: <laughs> there you go uncharted territory mm-hmm. I like that
3: uncharted territory
1: uh, oh no oh
0: no <laughs> god <laughs> also the pull the official pull quote from this one is I do the butt one I'm gonna say, I bet I can clip that one. I hope so. Material. I hope so. We'll get some real traction out of that one. Um,
1: I just imagine though, like if that were to become, a, I, and I was trying to read the article. There's no news on like how the how that one works or anything. Um, but uh, I, I I just imagine like the the you know the parking lots are people going through and testing and stuff. The you know like the little the cones and stuff they have everyone directed to, to go through. But instead of people like. <laughs> Instead of people, you know, doing the nose one, there, oh, there's just a bunch of asses hanging out of windows, like <laughs> on a uh, rat race. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just walked by, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs>
0: God, that would be that would be a sight to behold. Just a bunch of butts in the air, and someone just walking through. <laughs> wow, man. Lazzers. Well, I'm apparently... prairie dogging
3: it. Oh no. Jeez.
0: Well, apparently now, if you go and you get a COVID test, you can either take option number one, which is the nose, or you can take option number two.
3: Oh no! <laughs> wow. So,
0: uh, let us know. Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Soko Show Pod which one which one you uh, you would do. Which, by the way, I, I said that I know none of you guys do are gonna do. fucking. I know none. Nobody's gonna go on the Facebook page and comment. I'd get the COVID test in the butt. I I don't think that's going to happen. So maybe just think to yourself uh, what you would do. Someone comment
1: that, (laughs) and we're also not telling you to, you know, it's 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 only in China. So please don't go to a normal COVID test site and just pull your pants down and say that we told them told you to.
0: Yeah, no, do that definitely. Go go to the drive up, put your ass out the window, and tell them Soko sent you.
1: (laughs) You play the Soko show.
0: (laughs) Well, these guys told me to. See, listen. listen. Yeah, I already made a bunch of money on GameStop too. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like how we have to
3: preference. <laughs> we are not medical uh, professionals and we are not finance gurus. Yeah. But we do play those on yes, TV. Yes, yes, That's true. Um, my one more thing, it's just going to be a, kind of a quick thing. Um, things coming up on the channel. Sundance is this. Uh, starts tomorrow, I actually. Uh, Moondance. I got a bunch of emails that I have to actually respond to. I think I can actually potentially start watching things tonight into tomorrow morning. Ooh. Um yeah basically i'm gonna be watching like 20 ish movies i think within the next five days even maybe more uh again i don't know how many extra things that they're gonna add and whatnot um content wise i honestly still have no clue i think every day i might do kind of a live stream and just kind of go down the list of what i watched and kind of give a brief summary um but then i might go more in-depth reviews for a lot of them there'll be some quick tiktok stuff um And a lot of the stuff, I think, has specific embargoes, so some of it you might have to wait for. So if you are really looking forward to a bunch of this Sundance Sundance content, um, be sure to obviously stay on my social medias, uh, TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff. uh, Because usually, you know, some really good movies they they show here, like, for example, Promising Young Woman was at Sundance last year. So we could have a potential uh, Promising Young Woman on our hands.
0: Wow. Promising Young Women, high praise from this show.
2: Guys, it's all my top movies of the year. So who knows? D <laughs>
0: I can't think of a. I dead ass fucking can't think of a one more thing. My brain is shot today, so I'm not gonna do one more thing. And we've done plenty of podcasts already, so we don't need a lot of filler here. So um, we got uh, JB at Sundance. Follow all that stuff, TikTok, YouTube, so you can see all of that. You're probably gonna see a little bit of Seth Ott uh, over the weekend too. Seth, I know you're hooking up with JB to check out some of that Sundance stuff. So. Uh, keep an eye no, out. No.
1: I mean, I'm not having sex with him to watch these movies. Don't you not say hooking no, up? No, and I'm just Sorry, to be safe, he's coming down here and we will be getting COVID tests. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Every day, twice a day, you guys are getting this. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good.
1: Are you still, gonna still gonna safe? Yeah. I'm oh, safe. thank god.
3: <laughs> are you sure we should double check?
0: They'll be live the streaming live COVID the tests, tests as well. So uh make sure you guys check that one out for sure. Uh, live streams and COVID tests coming at you this weekend. That's it for one more thing.
4: But I'm down to one one more
2: thing.
0: That's it for episode 180, holy cow, of the SoCo Show. Uh, I've had a lot of fun here with you this week. Uh, We already talked about what's coming up on the J-Buck channel, so make sure you guys are following uh, over there click on over there make sure you're a subscriber on the tiktok page as well uh, don't forget to check out all of our sponsors links to all of them are in the description box uh, so we hope you can use them uh, if you have a reason to big shout out also to npa this week for uh, yet another awesome track uh, with Glizzy's for breakfast uh, yet another hit and uh, a finally a big anthem, shout man. out it's an anthem it is a breakfast anthem to say the least uh, final shout out goes to all of our anchor wankers out there really appreciate Wank-a. all of you guys Uh, contributing to the show, helping us keep it going, helping us improve it all the time. Uh, And we're really excited. There's some new things that we're kind of starting to think about, starting to maybe get into motion. And uh, really, it's the anchor wankers more than anyone uh, really making that possible. So, uh, really excited to to hopefully share some fun and new stuff with you guys over the course of this year. Um, if you're not an anchor wanker yet, again, head over to wanker. the anchor page and you can become one. And uh, once we hit 25 wankers, we're going to get a exclusive wanker. new song release from NPA right here on the SoCo Show. So help us reach that uh, by sharing the podcast out with friends and uh, helping encourage folks to become a wanker themselves. Wanker. So send, uh, send the show out to everyone you know. Send them to your girls. Send them to your Boys. Boys and uh <laughs> hope I <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> for now though that's gonna wrap us up for episode 180 for the bro host jared buckendall and the so host cody Mi- cody michael <laughs> for the bro host jared <laughs> oh buckendall and the so host seth Ott, i've been the co-host cody michael and we will see you next week
2: bye